How you doing? We're recording. I got to take off the glasses. It's all an aesthetic. See? Well, here's a sports show. Got me in my hormones. All gas, no brakes. Score 4-0. If you think you own this place, you get foreclosed. I've been in my head, but it's not about a T3. I'd like to learn, but there's nothing you can teach me. We all got opinions. You about to hit a meat tree and bitches. CSA never really misses. GD7 land, baby. Shout out to a digits. My girl, she got mad at me because she don't know the difference. Between this and them, nah, you about to witness. But freedom is so now, I tell that girl, get out my business. Do this, I ain't joshing on the ground like Eric Costin. Sit around and grab a drink. You talking what you wanted It's mostly you don't know me When it drop Then I'm mostly what they bopping You can say what you got When it's Tuesday I'll be locked in If you wanna be the part You gotta look the part And you gotta sound the part And in order to sound the part It helps when you're on The greatest radio station Of all the times That's the CJSW 90.9 FM You're listening to us on the dial What's us? Who's us? It's Mitch It's Dimitri It's the sports show Spot show Outside of the CJSW Please don't forget That you can And please if you don't mind Subscribe to the YouTube channel Where you can get our weekly content That's at Sports Show Podcast it's the same handle if you're an Instagram person. Yeah. You want to go on the grams? Not a problem. At Sports Show Podcast, the one you want to look for is we got a blue and white logo, and it says the Sports Show, and it's fantastic. Outside of that, cgsw.com, you can see the show with all of our links as well. We are on Podbean, we're on Spotify, we're on the iTunes. But uh, today we're here to talk some sports. Hey, that's what we do. Well... Kind of. We, we kind of talk. We do. We definitely talk sports, but we talk about the other things, the important things that's happening in the world today. That's right. Yeah. And we're going to start with it right now. Here we go. <laughs> Dimitri, you know me. I'm a peruser. What, what can I say? He's the best peruser I know. <laughs> I appreciate it. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for a little while, you'll know one thing about us. We love to joke around. We like to have some fun. But there are some things that come up that they... it. it it basically tells you, it tells Dimitri and I, you have to talk about this. We can't avoid it. We'll try to drive straight and we're like, we shouldn't talk about this, but we have to talk about this. This is just our thing. A couple of, couple of months ago, I, I broke the news. I think I broke it. Well, maybe TMZ broke it, but I broke it second. That Michael Jordan's son, Marcus Jordan, is dating Larissa Pippen. Who's that? Well, back in the day, you don't have to be the biggest NBA guy in the world to know that there was Michael Jordan. And his partner in crime and the guy that they consider the reason he is Michael Jordan is Scottie Pippen. Scottie was married to Larissa. They break up. Years over, blah, blah. She becomes kind of famous on the Housewives show and all that stuff. Well, just recently, about a year ago or so, less than that to be quite honest, she starts dating Marcus Jordan. So Larissa Pippen, Scottie's ex-wife, dating Michael Jordan's son. Well, to me, Mitch, how many years apart are they? I worked it out last night. 17 years. Okay. That's all right. I mean, we got things like it. Not a big deal. <laughs> they got a couple numbers on you. <laughs> As you can probably imagine, it's awkward for Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen right now. You know, they're not even the best of friends off the court, unfortunately. If you watch The Last Dance, you'll know. But here's where it's going to get a little more awkward. Oh, no. Marcus said, hey, Dad, I found the love of my life. Yeah, granted, she probably changed my diapers back in the day. But I love her, Dad. And I want you to be my best man. What does Michael Jordan do? The greatest of all time in some people's notes. This one's a tough one, Dimitri. Listen, we start off on a heater. Listen, yeah. I'm going to tell you something right now. Right. Of course his son right. asks him 
God, to I, be the best man. Right. You want to know why? Because when it comes to the wedding day, you need someone who knows how to handle the ring. You need someone with experience in holding and wearing and protecting rings. Someone with a championship pedigree. Someone, if something were to go awry, you know they could step in. Who can fill whose shoes better than a set of Air Jordans? That's One Michael point. Jordan. That's what you need. That's a great point. Never thought of that. He's the ring guy. He's the ring guy. He's got to. He's the protector of the ring. The so guy, the ring the guy bearer is be more his his. No, angle no, no. Because the ring bearer right. is basically like the commissioner of the league. Right. They're coming to present the, the ring. Brand present it. Michael Jordan yeah. has to hold hold the ring and 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 protect the ring as right, well. Right. Even some in some facets, even be- before the engagement and everything. That's a good point. Right. So, don't you want a guy? That when he shows up to the stage, the dance, a guy who just doesn't lose. Yeah. He's got a hundred percent winning percentage. I'm just saying Isn't six it, rings. Can you imagine like the night before, you know, they're doing the, you know, a dinner of some kind, or you know, everyone's <laughs> hanging out talking. And Michael and her are talking about back in the day. Hey, Larissa, remember this date? Remember when we did this? <laughs> we went out this night, all of us together. It's all what an awkward and weird. I am I am one hundred percent convinced. That this is all Michael Jordan's doing, he he's as he's everyone, orchestrated the whole he's thing. He's orchestrated the whole thing. <laughs> everyone knows he's a little bit of a vindictive guy. You heard of what he did yeah. to Isaiah Thomas. I'm just thinking. I don't know what Scotty did, but at a tender age, he went to Marcus and he goes, Marcus, you don't know this, but you're gonna marry Larissa one day. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you what Scotty did. Scotty sided with LeBron James. Yeah. I, Maybe that's what right? it was. And I think, I'm telling you, since that since that day on, on, I think it was ESPN, but since that day, yes, there's been some serious heat. I think I think he right. took the side of LeBron James. He goes, and right. he's basically like, you want to do me? No, no, you don't do me. I, I want up you. <laughs> this is how it happens. This is how it goes. Look, the other thing, right. what would be the, the biggest win of all time of is, A, it's got to be a reality show. Yeah. B... I would love to see that episode where Michael Jordan goes to Scotty and says, hey, listen, it's a big day for me. I need my number one wingman there. I was hoping you could plan the bachelor that, party. I swear to you, man. That's I, it's so many little little, little tricks. and It's just too uh, much oh, with this. So too funny much to with me. This. So much for me. Uh, all right. Speaking of some good stuff kind of happening. What do they name their first kid? Scott, Scotty. They have they to. They have to. They have to. They have to. Scott Jordan. Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, let's All move right. on. That we'll go on to the real sport. Uh, that boy. was sports related. I just want to make it that works. clear. It works. This it, is what we hey, do. At least it was sports related. Last time right. when we defended someone right. in the controversy of love, we got a little heat. We got some heat from the Not from the this show. time. That's right. Uh-uh. You nope. can't say anything to us this time. Exactly. <laughs> so last week, if you again, if you've been following the show, you know, for the last couple of weeks, we can't help it. If the Calgary Flames and the Edmonton Oilers just happen to be the topic of conversation across the NHL world. They've done it to themselves. It's not even us anymore. It's not I even agree. us. Yep. But since we're doing the CJSW show live, unlive right now as you're listening on the uh, radio, we are going to talk a little Flames real quick. So last week, we basically, in the last couple of weeks, we've been talking. It's the, the problem with the Calgary Flames is the management. It's, it's got to be. Because right now, and you're hearing it across the NHL world, is how a lot of players don't want to be here anymore. So Zadorov, one of our big defensemen here, he's finally said, oh, I got to get traded. Been playing lights out, and <laughs> now he wants out of Calgary. A Hannafin wants out, so on. But they've been winning. So if you're Craig Conroy, you're the new GM of the Calgary Flames, Dimitri, my question to you, what do you do when your team seems to slowly be turning it around, 
but guys don't want to be here. Are you going to the dressing room going begging, saying, hey, guys, come on, please? Yeah. Or is this just, you know, let's call it what it is. These guys are playing well because they're trying to up their stock so that they can get out of there. Well, how would you play this if you're the GM? Very simple. You got to lie. <laughs> you got to lie. You, there's only one honest route here, and right. that's lying. And what do I mean by that? You have to go. Right. And you have to basically say to Zadorov and Hannafin and all those other players that want out. Yeah. Listen, guys, I've been trying to work the trade, but it's just the, the market's the market's tough. It's a little Meantime, they're still winning. Right. And then you hope that your lie carries through the season to a somewhat winning record where maybe they get into the playoffs. And at that point, either they forget about it or their stock is high. Right. You got to keep going. There's nothing but good that can come out of this right now. Either they keep winning, they raise their stock, and you trade them, you get a good return. Or they keep winning, they forget all about it, and life is all good. But the problem here yeah. is that... The Calgary Flames organization, I'm sorry, Calgary fan. I'm sorry. And we're homebodies here. I want to see them all do well. But this actually needs a control-alt-delete, okay? It needs a hard reset. It needs an unplug-the-modem, not just for five seconds. I think we got to get used to unplugging the modem for five years because everything is done. You thought it was Trilliving? No, I guess it wasn't. You thought it was Sutter? And I mean in total accountability. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. You thought it was Trilliving? No. You thought it was Sutter? No. You thought it was Goudreau? No. You thought it was Kachuk? No. You thought it was this, this, that, like everything? No. So now we're back to the same thing. Are, are, Calgary fan, I'm going to ask you right to your, your faces and your ears. Is it, it, Are you just going to blame Conroy now? Yeah. Is that the next wave? Well, that's gonna, not fair. Are, that's not fair. Craig Conroy? The Craig Conroy? Mr. Calgary? And special advisor, Jerome McGinley? How dare you? No, but what's next? Are we just going to now revolve and just blame everyone else again? So what now? Like, now we're blaming uh Kadri and Huberdo. Right. Okay, but you guys were also blaming Goudreau and Kachuk. We drove them out. We're terrible fans. I, I hate to. We we've yeah. talked about this on the sports show all the time. You know why we're terrible fans? To Mitch's point, because every time Goudreau comes, we clap for him, even though he left us standing high and dry. Ovation. So what are we standing ovation? Why? We're, we're giving a standing ovation to a guy that told us that ten point five million dollars was not enough, and for eight years, like all of it guaranteed, and he's like, no. I don't want to be near you guys. I'm out of here. I'm taking less money and I'm going to Columbus. And you want to know who's laughing right now? You want to know who's in the driver's seat laughing? Not the driver's seat. We've alluded to this man as the pilot. He's in the cockpit landing. It's true living. He bailed out. The writings are on the wall. He gets to coach or manage the Toronto Maple Leafs. Take some of his favorite Flames players along the way. And I wouldn't be surprised if he takes a couple more. Yeah, you know, I asked you the question. It's like, what would you do? Like, and it's awkward, right? Like, here's where I find it so weird in sports. And this is for all sports. A player comes up to you and says, I want to be traded. Now, imagine both of us were corporate Canada, if you want to call it that. Sure. Imagine you going to your boss going, you know what? I need, I'd like to leave this organization. Can you send me over to the other organization? And I just find it where your boss would be like, no, no, that's. And if being that you're saying that, you're fired. You're out of here. <laughs> I, I just find it fascinating how these guys can just be like, I don't want to be here anymore. Put it on the X, put it on the Twitter, whatever you want to call it these days. And then they go back to the dressing room. And then it, it's, and you know, it's going to be awkward. You know, it's awkward with, the, with your coaches, with your team, with the trainers, with everybody. And they don't have a problem with it. I just find it a, a, an unbelievable thing. They get paid really good money to play a sport. And they're still not happy. And I look at Calgary. I mean, it's a great market. Yeah, we've 
let's call it what it is. The, we're not the same team we were in 89. We never will be again. But I just find it so crazy. Coaches are the first to go. When a team's not playing well, and, you'll, and we'll talk about it in a quick second with the Oilers, they're gone. And then the players are like, I want out of here too. And, and the GM is stuck in this position where he's like, uh, he's got to appease to everyone. It's an unbelievable job. It's an interesting dynamic, right? But to go back where you say where people aren't happy, when you say they get money to play a sport, like what else, happy? Well, they have the same workplace dynamics as well, right? If right. anything, it's harder. Like think, Mitch, you got to go to work, and your job is completely reliant on on how many other people that's outside of your control. Mm-hmm. Like the player that goes that that signs to any team ha- doesn't have much control as to who they're playing with, right? Or who their GM, blah 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 blah. To to a degree. So, you know, it, it's tough. But the, the whole thing is, you know, to me, this, this, is, this is where, like, I just wish we had a Jerry Jones right. in Calgary, honestly. Like, this is to me where the ownership group yeah. is like, you know what? We're, we're restarting the matrix here. Everyone out. Yeah. Like, this, like the, the Flames ownership group should, should treat this like the parents. Right. Look, we let you have the house party. Hey. You said you'd be responsible. You promised. I told you don't break the Hungarian crystal lamp. It Especially belonged to your grandmother. the lamp. Not the lamp. And what did you do? You let the people in. You broke the lamp. There's graffiti on the wall. The liquor cabinet's all emptied out and everything. <laughs> and people are doing some things that they shouldn't be doing on the back porch. Regardless. The parents need to come in and, yeah. and say, everybody out. Everybody out. I agree. I, I'm totally with you. Now, that seems to be happening up north. But last week, if you listen to the pod, and if you didn't, just go back last week. If you're a new listener here, CJSW 90.9, you're listening to the sports show. I said, hey, Edmonton, what do you want? Do you want to win the Stanley Cup? Or do you want McDavid to win the Stanley Cup? And the answer now is... Easily clear, clear as that Hungarian crystal that the it's Calgary a, Flames It's broke. a good crystal. It's a great crystal. And what am I talking about? Well, at the beginning of the year, they brought in Jeff Jackson. Who's Jeff Jackson? Jeff Jackson was McDavid's previous agent. So they said, hey, McDavid's coming, his contract's coming up in two years. It's coming up in two years. So what we got to do, yeah. we got to bring somebody in to make him feel like he's got to stay here. A connection. That's connection. Right. So they bring in Jeff Jackson. They're like, look at this. Jeff Jackson, of all people, applied for the job. We got him a job. Done. He's in. <laughs> then all of a sudden, Woodcraft, the, the, the current head coach of the Edmonton Oilers, apparently he's just not doing a good enough job. I don't even think it was his fault, if you want the truth. The Edmonton Oilers woes are not Woodcraft's fault. But like I said earlier, coaches got to pay the price. So they get rid of him. What do they do? They don't go get Daryl Sutter or some other NHL you know, coach that – is sitting on the. I saw Ken Hitchcock got inducted into the Hall of Fame. They didn't break. He's from Sherwood Park. Could have just went down the street and said, "Hey, Mister Hall of Famer Hitchcock, would you like to come back and maybe coach this team or help advise?" No, no. Let's go get Chris Knobloch. Who's Chris Knobloch? Yeah, I'll tell you who he is. He's the junior coach that McDavid had back in the day. The Edmonton Oilers have now made it very, very clear that they don't care to win the Stanley Cup. They need to keep McDavid on the team. So they're not looking to win the Stanley Cup. It's very clear because the moves they're making are to make McDavid happy. Of course, McDavid wants to win the Cup. But guys, we already talked about this. We already talked about this. You can't win with the team you have. In fact, Dimitri, I went a little bit further 
And I looked at the Oilers winning Stanley Cup team from like 85. I just picked a year because, I mean, they, there was a four-year. Yeah, yeah, that's and, right. And I looked at their team, and then I looked at the current team, and I said, you know, you don't like to compare, but you got to compare sometimes hey, to see all been where there. we all <laughs> – exactly, right? You want to see how does this match up to the current, okay? <laughs> when you got a team, like when you got McDavid and then you've got, let's say, uh, Dracidal together, okay? That's Gretzky and – Messier, right? Sure, sure. Who's the Curry? Who's Yuri Curry for the Oilers? Right Their now? comparison would be Nugent Hopkins, Okay, sadly. Not bad, not bad. It, it's not close, but not bad. No, it's not close whatsoever because I know where you're going with this. That's the point. That's the point. Okay. Well, I got this note here. I got, I got to bring it up Because Curry is, you know. Here we go. Okay, so, what? You want to go with Andrew Kane? Uh, well, <laughs> well, this is the problem. Look at this lineup. Glenn Anderson. Who's your Glenn Anderson, current Edmonton Oilers? Uh... Hyman? Maybe. Hyman? Okay, let's forget. Let's go to goalies. I mean, this, this it'll be easier. Let's go to goalies. Sure. Grant Fuhrer. We got a Ouch. Their backup back in 85. Oh, Andy Moog. Oh. Oh, yeah. So when Grant Fuhrer, the superstar, can't play, you got another superstar ready to go. <laughs> right. Then let's, okay, you know what? You're right, Mitch. The, the comparison's not fair. Let's go to defense. You're right. Def- this is where the current Oilers today are better than the 85. They got Darnell they got, Nurse. They got Nurse. They had Paul Coffey. Oh. Ah, a little bit of a problem. They have Charlie Huddy back in 85. Ouch. Yeah, who do you guys have? Uh, yeah, I can't think of another, like I can, but do you see the problem here is that if you want to win a championship, wouldn't you want to take a little bit of a blueprint and say, okay, this is what won us the championship back in the day. All right. Yeah. This is what we have today. When you compare apples to apples, it's not even close. They Book-a-boo. have apples. <laughs> exactly. Jeff, b- listen. Yeah. And this is this this is a shout out to my brother. Yeah. But if you don't have an Esatikinen, right there, you got nothing. Right there. Nothing. And that's your third line center, Esatikinen. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say, Edmonton Oilers fans. Now you still got a chance. Since you guys want to make this McDavid's team, you've made it pretty clear to Dracidal that you don't like him anymore, that you don't think he's the answer. Ship him. Ship him. And get a 1,000 players in return. Mitch, you're absolutely not wrong with what you're saying. I mean, look at everything that they're doing. You're right. All they care about is they could say they want the Stanley Cup, but actually they want the sales. They have because they got the new arena, they got the marquee player, they got the sales, they got the TV, they got the prime time. That's it. You know, funny enough, let's call it a reality is you are 100% right. The Stanley Cup does not keep the Oilers in Edmonton. No. McDavid does. Not to say they're in trouble of leaving, but you get my point. And so you think they bring in his agent. They bring in... His uh, junior coach. His junior coach. They bring in everything for him, 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 him. Well, you know what? Some people, there's going to be people that are going to get sick of it. I'm going to tell you, we're two Greek guys born and raised here in Calgary. You know, our family's in the Greek community here. We're, we're restaurant guys. You think we deserve managerial jobs right off the bat just because we came out of the womb with our family? No. This is exact, This is the same type of nepotism that I'm noticing with this the This is 100%. <laughs> this is the same thing. The These end- guys aren't ready. We weren't ready. We didn't know. Now we're doing podcasts. That's how much we didn't know. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I'm just saying. All right. We're off to the NHL sports power ranking. We base our power rankings on something called the curve. You just, what have you done for me lately? That's Good all it is. Bad. That's it. That's it. Yeah. All right. And number five, it's the Columbus Blue Jackets. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. They're losers. Seven straight losing games in a row. Lost yeah. seven games in a row. 
and our good friend Johnny Goudreau, who don't worry, Johnny, when you get here, we'll give you that standing ovation. They sat him in the four, in the third period the other day. Johnny, don't worry. We're here to support you. It's the Columbus Blue Jackets at number five. I really like that. It's very hard to win, but you know what? It's also hard to walk in and lose consistently. Consistently. Okay. Agreed. At number four, it's the Dallas Stars. I've said this once. I'll say it again. This team is grimy and gross. They're tough. They're agile. They just got it all. And I think this is the year they finally put all the Lego pieces together. Under the radar, unsuspecting, they're there. They're there. They're always there. At number three, it's the Vancouver Canucks. Whoa, whoa. Calgary beat them the other day. Yeah, Fine, okay, they beat them. But guess what? They're a great team. They're actually, you know what? I'd say, and I'm going to say it right now, the best Canadian team in the NHL right now. Boom, I just They did it. clinch the first spot in that division at some point in recent uh, history. Exactly. At number two, it's the defending champions. It's the Las Vegas Golden Knights. They're on a heater. No one told them that the playoffs stopped. They just thought the parade was normal. They got the Stanley Cup, but since then, they're still on a heater. They're doing great. Listen. It's yeah. Vegas. It's consistent. It's glorious. It's beautiful. By the way, do you see how uh, they're trying to do the F1 and it's just become an absolute disaster? I didn't know if you wanted to talk about it or not. Uh, we'll get to that quick. Sure. Who's got the number one And number spot? one? It's the Boston Bruins. Number I, one. Oh. Again, these guys can't seem... The problem with these guys, they keep winning the regular season, just not very good in the playoffs. That's the tough sell for the That's Bruins. That's the tough sell. It's, it's amazing. That's it. There's your NHL power rankings brought to you by us. Mitch the guys Dimitri. here at CJSW. That's right, 90.9 FM. If you're just tuning in, we talked a little hockey. We talked a little Calgary. We talked a little Edmonton. Hey, we even talked about a little love triangle uh, by some former Chicago Bulls. The Bulls! CJSW 90.9 FM. Thanks for tuning in. We, uh, Mitch, you brought up a point here about yeah. the F1 track in yeah. Las Vegas. So I was watching, you know me, I'm a boxing guy. I yeah. love me my boxing. You like the other sports, yes. The other. So I'm watching the good ones. Sha- Shakur Stevenson, this up-and-comer. Mm-hmm. He's fighting, and uh, it was on TV, and I sit there, I go, it, it took me a second. I'm like, why Why are they putting that fight on a Thursday? I mean, at the very least, I'm like, all right, because F1 is in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. They got to do it. So they show the track right. from the aerial view at nighttime. It's lit up and everything. I go, oh, man, this is great. Like, everything's just going to Vegas, right? right? right. And, and mark my words, you know what? We just saw, who was it, Oakland Athletics you just, exactly. on their way. Yeah. The just ne- got approved. NBA is next. NBA is next. Oh, absolutely. Basically, what they did is the NHL is the younger brother. They're mm-hmm. like, hey, why don't you go into the badger hole first? See yeah. if anything's there. If it's not there, we'll come in after. That's exactly we it. We realize nothing's there. All right, everyone. Let's go. Let's go. Bomb it. Bomb it. So, <laughs> so uh, anyhow, I'm watching. I'm like, it's great. But then all of a sudden, right, WDB at work, he tells me, he's like, look at this. He's like, the suction. The track, they sucked up the manhole Yeah, from the track. It's slippery. During the practice runs, there was already three. Like, I'm excited for F1 for the wrong reasons. Full disclosure, not the biggest F1 guy. Do I respect it? For sure. Something I wish I kind of was in the inside track, pun intended. Nice. Maybe. But overall, I do think it's kind of a boring thing to watch over and over and be committed to. However, mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch it because... I think a lot of bad things are going to happen. Well, to to that point, that's exactly what's happening. And in fact, it looks like, as per last night, right before I head off to La La Land, it, they may cancel it. They might. They, yep. Because of the, like, from a picturesque point of view, you're absolutely right. It's magical. Like, And they were going to try to do it a little bit at dusk where the, the, the lights can be on. It'll look better. However... The problem is, is to your point, the manholes, all these things, they've already destroyed one car. One car has already been destroyed Done. in a practice yeah. run. Yep. 
And then the the aesthetics, what they did is, as everyone who has been to Vegas, and you don't really have to, there's a lot of, uh, let's call it plus 15s, a lot of walkways. They blocked those off so pe- people couldn't just stand there to watch. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they have tickets. I saw some aerial views of tickets that were costing $20,000 right by the road, and they are vacant. They're not going to be sold out. The, the, the idea was great. The execution Horrible. And so I got to touch on that too. I, I really don't like the fact that they close it off so people can't watch. You know, like why Like why not? I think it just comes down to it's so expensive. The tickets were so expensive. They can't, how could they justify the guy that paid 20000 to sit over here? And then you got the same person who's actually got maybe even a better view, a little bit higher okay. up kind of thing. No, no, I, I agree with you. But, you know, for, it, for terms of growing the sport yeah, and it's that. there, why wouldn't you just have it say, listen, you know, as you're walking, whoever's loitering and sitting, you just up the security and 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 move them along. Because there's so many people that would have been watching mm-hmm. F1 that never watch F1 and say, well, this is neat. Now that I've been ground level, like if you want to get into a sport, there's two ways, three ways. Fantasy, betting, and live. Yeah. That's it. So what better way? Anyways, we got to probably sh- move on here. We're at the 24-minute mark, Mitch. You probably want to talk NFL, don't you? I wanted to say a couple of seconds about Joe Burrow, quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. They started off slow. He was hurt at the beginning of the season, then went on a heater. And this past Thursday, they're taking on their arch rivals, the Baltimore Ravens. And all of a sudden, Joe Burrow, I don't know, he went for a touchdown pass. His last pass in the NFL this year was a touchdown pass, and that's it. He's gone for the rest of the season. Ligaments in his wrist or something are completely destroyed. When you're looking at the Cincinnati Bengals, I mean, I feel like we kind of jinxed it because last week we were saying, hey, man, these guys are on a heater. They're going to be okay. Oh, that's just that's just terrible luck. Yeah, they were because yeah. he started to play. And he was right. the missing link. They're done. They're over. They're, they're, that's, that's such a big part of any team, but a significant part of, of their team. And the AFC is too strong. That's right. 100%. It's you know it's a shame. Bottom line, the NFL lot going on. It's week ten next week next month when we talk to you guys again. Guess what? It'll be right where we want it to be. It'll be those last few games right before the playoffs start. It's going to get exciting. We're off to everyone's favorite segment. It's rapid bounce. Here we go. The Rock was on the Rogan show and uh, the and he actually also went to Capitol Hill. Should the Rock run for president? The people's president. The second question: Who should be his VP? Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now you talk. Yep. Now you talk. I was going to say the sock. <laughs> uh, Snoop Dogg a dog announces he's done with smoke. Fake news or no? Excuse me. Yeah, you didn't hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, owners approved the Oakland A's to Las Vegas. Yes or aces? Bright lights, gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. So Grady Dick is the Raptors' number one player from last year. The other day he gets announced, and they introduce him as Big Dick Energy. Best name, not a great name. <laughs> Me and A, hey, when you're the only Canadian team, you got to do something. They could get away with anything, those Toronto Raptors. Anything. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Did they, they actually did. I, I didn't to, see that. that. That's his intro. That's his intro. <laughs> that's his thing. Uh, you know he needs his own drink now. You know I'm witty. I'm not that witty. <laughs> Last one. The Carolina Hurricanes have brought back their alternate jerseys. It's the Hartford Whalers. Yes or Stick it in your blowhole. You can't have an alternate jersey I from a place that, from another town and city. That's not an alternate jersey. You move. 
It makes no sense. There's no alternate. That was never your jersey. <laughs> your Carolina. That was Hartford. These are two different things. Zero sense whatsoever. Zero sense. It I doesn't just, work. And on top of it, I don't know if you saw it. So the jersey, and they're going to play in the pants, the hockey pants. Okay, that I like. <laughs> you like the hockey I lo- pants? I love me a little pants. There's no movement in the <laughs> hockey pants. You can't move around. I always said they should have tearaways. <laughs> It's not a bad idea. Actually. Listen, you can't do that. Like, what's next? You know, the Calgary Flames, you're like, and their alternate jersey, the Cincinnati Bengals. Home, home attire. Well, like, this, it doesn't work, it doesn't you guys. It's two different places. That's not an oh, alternate jersey. Oh, would you look jersey. at that? The Flames are coming out in, in Edmonton gear. Like, what are you guys talking about? All right. Final segment. We always call it here at CJSW 90.9. It's pass or fail. Okay. Two topics. PWHL, the Professional Women's Hockey League, the names of the teams. Okay. Let's go through them. At, you got to hear them. Okay. Or do you want to talk about Lions wide receiver Jameis Williams? He went famous on TikTok this week because he bought a cheeseburger at McDonald's, but then he put a McFlurry on it. Made the internet go crazy. Things to put on your burger, pass or fail. Which one you I want? I like the first one, and we got we got a solid so, minute here. Here Mitch. we go. Okay. PH, the PWHL, Professional Women's Hockey League. Here are the names of the team. No one put any effort in. I'm sick of it. We're going to help here. Here we okay. go. The Toronto Torch, pass or fail. You know what? I kind of, I'm going to go pass. I like, like the, the I like the TNT, the torch, the fire, the Toronto Torch. I'm okay with it. How about the Montreal Echo? Yeah, no, that's a fail. Yeah. Yeah, there's no effort there. There's no echo in Montreal. It's really loud, actually. I, I just... Uh, yeah, anyway. no, I mean, out of all things... Yeah. How about the Minnesota Superior? Is that because of the lake, maybe? You know what? I can... I can it, it, no. See, here's the thing. No. Here's the thing. It's, it's a, a fail. fail. If you got to explain it, That's what it saying. doesn't make sense. All right. There's a team in New York. The New York Sound. Who's on the marketing I board? Know, I'm fail. telling you, Fail. The Ottawa Alert. No. <laughs> I'm dead serious. These no. are all the names. I'm dead serious. The Why Ottawa Alert. Alert. If they were called the Trudeau Alerts, I'd get it. I am, I am, I am very, I'm speechless. Yeah. That's a beyond fail. That's beyond fail. So How about the go- Ottawa Capitals? Hey, that you know, work. rip it off somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Just say, last one. This one might be a pass for me, though, Dimitri. It's, it's the Boston Wicked. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty wicked. That's a that's a pass. You're right. What are you? The Boston wicked. <laughs> it's wicked, man. We're going to Boston. We're going to the Boston. Where's the charges? We're going to the wicked game. Come on. <laughs> They're wicked over there. Not like the witches, you know. It just it's awesome. What's happening? It's wicked over here. <laughs> hey, you're listening to the CJSW 90.9 FM. You know, it's Mitch. It's Dimitri. We're wicked. We're wicked. No. Hey, thank you very much. I uh, appreciate you listening. Uh, stay tuned for all of the amazing content here at the CJSW uh, at Sports Show Podcast on the Instagram. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. You get our weekly content at Sports Show Podcast. Of course, if you're just a podcast listener. We are on Podbean. We are on Spotify as the sports show. Episode 281. We got to sh- shove it in the locker because we got to hit the showers. There it is. Boom. Boom. Oh. Wicked. Wicked. <laughs>